Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, flying solo. So the Warriors lost again. They lost to the Minnesota Timberwolves in Minnesota, 129-114. That's back-to-back losses. And now they are just a half game in front of the Memphis Grizzlies for second place. And they are six and a half behind the Phoenix Suns. And to be honest, like this game looked like last year's team when it was just Steph and a bunch of other guys. And no disrespect, this team is much better than those guys from last year. But, you know, once Moses Moody took that elbow in the eye from Carl Anthony Towns, that reduced their roster to nine available guys. And he just knew it was an uphill climb. Carl Anthony Towns is a beast, especially against the Warriors when it's just Kevon Looney, you know? Kerr put Jonathan Kaminga on him, and as good as Kaminga is and as strong as he is for his age, he was just tossed around by Cat. Cat is just way too big, way too strong, way too skilled. So that was going to be a losing effort from the start. But I wasn't surprised, you know, like this was a game that in general, I would have been worried about because, you know, the Timberwolves, they've been playing better. They've been on a streak and they seem to be clicking at the right time. And I said in the past, I don't fear the Minnesota Timberwolves, of course, but, you know, a team with a guy like Cat, a guy with Anthony Edwards, that kind of skill and power, and they just have a bunch of young, long, athletic wings. Those are the teams that can bite the Warriors on the butt. And of course, Anthony Edwards didn't even play in this game because he was out with a sore knee. It's not worth it right now to get too deep into what happened in this game. I mean, they just didn't look good. They looked flat. If this was the team they were going to roll out for the rest of the season, this would be like last year's team. You know, it's the equivalent of a playing team pretty much. But we all know. And we all hope, with reason to hope, that the Warriors will be whole eventually. So even if this is another one of those games where you're just kind of like, wow, this sucks. You know, like, we're just biding our time until Clay gets back soon, Wiseman gets back, Draymond gets back, Andre gets back. So there, you know, that's maybe a tired refrain for some fans, but... Hey, take the long view, you know, like that's reality, right? The Warriors are missing two of their best players and they're also missing their seven footer and they're missing their adult in the room, Andre Godala. I've said this in the past and I don't mean to be repetitive, but it is what it is, right? Like once those guys get back, then we can judge. If the Warriors drop in the standings, then they drop in the standings. I don't like it. I don't want to see it. I want to see Andrew Wiggins step up. You know, he's starting to look a little bit like the passive Andrew Wiggins that everybody knows. And his shooting has been off the last couple of games. But we have seen him play better. So you just hope that he will pick it up. And Jordan Poole, I mean... Everybody has been mentioning him. Podcasts have been talking about him. There have been articles written about him. And, you know, over the weekend, I believe, or sometime last week, 
they talked about how the Warriors might be willing to give Jordan Poole a four-year, $80 million contract. And I was like, really? Really? Aram was like, hey, maybe his agent leaked that. And I was like, yeah, but that's not going to help him, <laughs> especially now, because everybody's questioning him. You know, I don't know the dude, so I don't know if it's just being irritated that he didn't get the starting nod with Clay out and Kerr instead put Moses Moody in the lineup, or if he just, for some reason, doesn't have his mojo, you know? But we're starting to see a regression a little bit. And we know what kind of player he can be, but of course, it's just disappointing that he hasn't stepped up, even if he's coming off the bench. You know, this is his chance with Clay out, even though he's not starting. This is his chance to really put a stamp on some of these games, and he's not, you know? I mean, same with Wiggins. I mentioned them a little bit in the last episode that they used to have a really good vibe, a really good rapport together on the court, but together and separately, they're just not giving you what you need, you know? Especially with four of your more important players out, you know, I'll throw Wiseman in there as one of your more important players for sure. Your one seven footer, your number two pick. He's a very important person to this franchise. So that just leads me to think, you know, when the Warriors drafted Moses Moody as a six, six shooting guard slash small forward with a six eleven wingspan, I was like, oh, maybe he will push pool out eventually. Who knows? You know, talking about that contract, like is Jordan Poole going to be worth 80 mil? I don't know. Of course, it really depends on what he shows the rest of the season and how the Warriors do in the playoffs and how he contributes or doesn't contribute, you know? So to me, if he can perform, great. But if not, then that's a big question mark, right? Because if you're going to assume that Clay Thompson is going to be here starting for at least a couple more years, is Jordan Poole going to be okay with coming off the bench for that long? The guy is, what, 22, going on 23. He's going to hit his mid-20s coming off the bench behind Clay Thompson. And like any other dude, you know he wants to make his impression. So I don't know if he would you know, try to be sour and get out or if he would just pout or if he would be happy with the role or, and I've said this in the past, who knows, maybe in a year or two, Clay comes off the bench as kind of a Manu Ginobili type, former starter, all-star hall of famer who just plays that role, you know, and gives Poole the keys to the starting job. But if Poole ain't it, then you look at Moses Moody to fill his role on the team as a backup, right? Because you look at Poole, and he can he can get hot, right? But his defense isn't the best. So if he can't give you anything on offense, then he's kind of a, a liability on defense and you're just at a net negative, right? And then you look at Moses Moody and he may not be as good off the dribble. He may not be as quick with his feet to the basket, but he can shoot and he can play defense and he's bigger and stronger than Jordan Poole. So in general, this team is not going to be the same team, the exact same guys next year, 
You know, there's going to be people that you have to let go of. There's going to be roster decisions and contract decisions that get made. So just something to keep an eye on. The Warriors, even though they're struggling right now, overall, the roster has pretty good depth in terms of talent, right? If you lose Poole, you have Moody. If you lose Wiggins, you have Kaminga. And if you lose Wiggins, you also have Moody, right? Because that guy, he's 6'6 to Wiggins 6'7. So he could even play small forward coming off the bench or something, right? So there are dudes on this team who could be put in the position to step up. Hoops fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs, 360 windmill good. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 and over, minimum age and local requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Redline 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. I took a while after the Wolves game to record because I was just like, <laughs> I wasn't so much mad as I was just honestly kind of bored. Don't get me wrong. I love basketball. I love this team. But when they kind of flatline, I mean, they've had a rough 2022 in terms of consistency, shooting, defense, effort, whatever, right? So it's like if they don't have that excitement, then it's hard for you as a fan to get excited, especially when it almost feels like the same story over and over and over again. But again, that can all be cured by getting Clay back and then Wiseman back and then Draymond back and then Andre back. Right then, this team starts looking like more of that veteran championship core team, plus Wiseman, you know, plus Kaminga, that team of Hall of Fame vets, and then there's that clear line with the younger guys who can contribute in spots. This is not a great timeout. There's no joy in these buckets, and you know, last season they played the Timberwolves and they lost in Minnesota. And I was really, really mad about that game because Minnesota was way worse last season. And also every loss for the Wolves last year helped the Warriors draft positioning more or less, right? So I was mad about that. But this one, you know, it is what it is. This is a wounded team. And yes, a lot of other teams are wounded. But fact of the matter is I don't really care. (laughs) This team is wounded and they just could not overcome a younger, more talented team on the court. As long as the main guys get healthy, again, repetitive, repetitive, I'm sorry, but it's true. And you know it, you know, you know it as well as I do, then we'll see something, right? If the Warriors fall behind the Grizzlies who look like they are just on fire, 
you know, John Morant with that 52 point game and some of the more amazing shots I've seen in one game from one guy. I mean, John Morant, he kind of has obviously totally different player, but he has that electricity that Steph had when he was kind of coming on the scene in the 2013, 2014 season after he got past all of his ankle issues and everything, you know? There is that vibe around him. And of course, like there's the analogy between John Morant and pre-injury Derek Rose. But, you know, there's a really good chance, especially on this road trip, that the Warriors will fall behind the Grizzlies. And then there's the the Jazz. You know, they could fall into the four spot. And it is what it is. <laughs> if they do do that, I mean, it'll suck. It'll be a bit of a bummer because they'll only have home court for one round but as we've said they just need to win one on the road and i believe every series where clay and steph and draymond have played i think they've always won at least one game on the road or that might just be like every series during the their dynasty era every road series that is but hey as long as this team is whole or close to whole or whatever you know has its main cogs back feeling good then I like our chances. And if I was another team, I would not want to see the Warriors in any round. As much as we've liked Poole this season, as much as we've liked Andrew Wiggins this season, we know who really matters the most on this team in terms of taking them to the playoffs, taking them potentially to the finals. So anyway, I'll just leave it at that because in my quest to not be too repetitive, I feel like I've been pretty repetitive. So I'll leave it at that. And uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> anyway, that is another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Epino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. Check us out at OaklandWarriors.com. And be sure to check out our new YouTube channel where I post these episodes. It's just another place to listen. The link to the channel is in the episode description in the show notes. And be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen to the show. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you are so inclined, please do leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts and say nice stuff about the show on Apple Podcasts in review. That would be really, really helpful and much appreciated. Thanks for tuning in. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs. Go Dubs.